0: Greetings, friends. Welcome back to the broadcast. I'm Sean. Thank you for joining me this morning. Today we are looking to start our week, as we do most weeks, with some wisdom, some encouragement from the Psalms and from the Proverbs. Today we're going to be reading Psalm 108, uh, which is only 13 verses, uh, but our main focus is going to be Psalm 109. Now, interestingly enough, last week uh, we kind of did a two-part teaching talking about why do the wicked prosper and just the frustration with that. And in this psalm, Psalm 109, it's going to be kind of David's prayer against the wicked. And it's pretty strong, pretty strong language being used. Um, he's not really holding anything back about what <laughs> what kind of help he wants from God and what he thinks the wicked deserve. And interestingly enough, also, there's been times when I've repeated such thoughts on this broadcast and have gotten messages and people trying to rebuke me for not being kind enough, not being loving enough, not being Christian enough, uh, for simply reading the Bible. And these are anointed words written through David with the inspiration of the Spirit of God. Uh, So, if you're offended, then your issue is not with me. You need to take your issue up with the Lord. Because these are David's prayers. And uh, I think they're going to hit home today especially in light of what uh, we've been talking about over the last week or so in regards to why do the wicked prosper. Before we get into all of that, just a quick reminder, this broadcast is 100% listener supported. If you're being blessed, being strengthened, being encouraged by the work that's done here, please consider supporting it. You can do that by going to scriptureandprophecy.com. Let's dig in. First, we're going to start with Psalm 108. Open up your heart, and let's let the Word of God speak to us this morning. King James Bible, Psalm 108 and 109, and then we'll get to our proverb here. Verse 1. O God, my heart is fixed. I will sing and give praise, even with my glory. Awake, psaltery, and harp, I myself will awake early. I will praise thee, O Lord, among the people, and I will sing praises unto thee among the nations. For thy mercy is great above the heavens, and thy truth reaches unto the clouds. Be thou exalted, O God, above the heavens, and thy glory above the earth. That thy beloved may be delivered, save with thy right hand, and answer me. God hath spoken in his holiness. I will rejoice, I will divide Shechem, and meet out of the valley of Sukkot. Gilead is mine. Manasseh is mine. Ephraim also is the strength of my head. Judah is my lawgiver. Moab is my washpot over Edom. Edom will I cast out. My shoe. Over Philistia will I triumph. Who will bring me into the strong city? Who will lead me into Edom? Will not thou, O God, Who has cast us off? And will not thou, O God, go forth with our host? Give us help from trouble, for vain is the help of man. Through God we shall do valiantly, for he it is that shall tread down our enemies. And that, my friends, is Psalm 108. Before we get to our main psalm today, Psalm 109, just something that jumped out to me when I was reading this is just that last verse or last couple of verses. He says, give us help from trouble for vain is the help of man. David is acknowledging that the assistance from men is worthless profitless only God can truly help he says the the help of man is vain through God we shall do valiantly for he it is that shall tread down our enemies now let's get to Psalm 109 again open up your hearts he's got some strong things to say towards the wicked towards his enemies let's begin hold not thy peace O God of my praise for the mouth of the wicked and the mouth of the deceitful are opened against me they've spoken against me with lying tongue they compassed to me about also with words of hatred and fought against me without a cause For my love, they are my adversaries, but I give myself unto prayer. They have rewarded me evil for good and hatred for my love. Set thou a wicked man over him and let Satan stand at his right hand. When he shall be judged, let him be condemned and let his prayer become sin. Let his days be few, and let another take his office. Let his children be fatherless, and his wife a widow. Let his children be continually vagabonds, and beg, let them seek their bread also out of their desolate places. Let the extortioner catch all that he hath, and let the stranger spoil his labor. Let there be none to extend mercy unto him. Neither let there be any to favor his fatherless children. Let his posterity be cut off. And in the generation following, let their name be blotted out. Let the iniquity of his father be remembered with the Lord. And let not the sin of his mother be blotted out. Let them be before the Lord continually, that he may cut off the memory of them from the earth. Because that he remembered not to show mercy, but persecuted the poor and the needy man, that he might even slay the broken in heart. As he loved cursing, so let it come unto him. As he delighted not in blessing, so let it be far from him. As he clothed himself with cursing, like as with a garment, so let it come into his bowels like water, and like oil into his bones. Let it be unto him as a garment which covereth him, and for a girdle wherewith he is girded continually. Let this be the reward of my adversaries from the Lord, and of them that speak evil against my soul. But do thou for me, O God. The Lord, for thy name's sake, because thy mercy is good, deliver thou me. For I am poor and needy, and my heart is wounded within me. I am gone like a shadow when it declineth, I am tossed up and down as the locust. My knees are weak through fasting, and my flesh faileth of fatness. I become also a reproach unto them when they looked upon me, they shaked their heads. Help me, O Lord my God, O save me according to thy mercies, that thou may know that this is thy hand and that thou the Lord has done it. Let them curse, but bless thou when they arise. Let them be ashamed, but let thy servant rejoice. Let my adversaries be clothed with shame and let them cover themselves with their own confusion as with a mantle. I will greatly praise the Lord with my mouth. Yea, I will praise him among the multitude. For he shall stand at the right hand of the poor to save him with those that condemn His soul. And that is Psalm 109. I just felt led to not interrupt the Psalm with commentary and thoughts, just read it. And it is powerful. A few things I will just take short note of. It appears to me like David's just simply asking God for them to reap what they've sown. Like in the measure that they've been evil and the measure they've been unmerciful to the poor and to those in need, let that measure be used against them and in the, in the amount that they've cursed others and enjoyed doing so, allow them to be cursed. And when it comes to their judgment, let them have the same type of judge who's who's as wicked and evil and treacherous as they are, to be over them. In fact, let Satan be at his right hand. Let Satan be at his right hand and let him be loosed against him. And then I just love verse four. David's like, here's the only thing I can do but I give myself unto prayer. My adversaries are against me. There's there's only one thing I can truly do. It's kind of like in the psalm preceding this, where he says the help of man is vain. Like I, I can only rely on the Lord's help. Verse 4, for my love they are my adversaries, but I... Give myself unto prayer. I pray you've been strengthened and encouraged by the Psalms this morning. Let's get some wisdom to wrap up the broadcast. Let's head on over to our Proverbs. We're looking at Proverbs 25 or 26 rather this morning. Warnings and instructions continued. Let's see what it has to say for us. Verse one: As snow in the summer, and as rain as the har- in the harvest, so honor is not seemly for a fool. As the bird by wandering, as the swallow by flying, so the curse causeless shall not come. A whip for a horse, brittle for the ass, and a rod for the fool's back. Answer not a fool according to his folly, lest thou also be like unto him. Answer a fool according to his folly, lest he be wise in his own conceit. He that sendeth a message by the hand of a fool cutteth off the feet and drinketh damage. The legs of the lame are not equal, so is a parable in the mouth of fools. As he that bindeth a stone and a sling, so is he that giveth honor to a fool. As a thorn goeth up into the hand of a drunkard, so is a parable in the mouth of fools. The great God that formed all things both rewardeth the fool and rewardeth the transgressors. As a dog returneth to his vomit. So a fool returneth to his folly. Please note. I think the theme is pretty obvious so far, right? Stop giving honor to fools. Don't be like them. <laughs> it it's pretty it's pretty obvious. And then he's like here's one of the dumbest things people do. It's like a dog returning to his vomit, a fool returns to his folly. Like, the thing that, that's ruined my life, I'm going to go back to it. The person that keeps ruining my life, I'm going to go back and just let him entrap me again. Just like a dog going to its vomit. You know it's bad, you know it's going to blow up, you know it's going to end horribly, but you do it anyway. Verse 12. Seest thou a man wise in his own conceit? There is no more hope of a fool than of him. (laughs) Oh, please note. This is 90% of the people on the planet. Wise in their own eyes. You run into these people, right? They're arrogant. They just think they're so smart. And the things coming out of their mouth are, are like ridiculous. It's hard to imagine that someone can be that ignorant. I see this with people who claim to be Christian even. They start running their mouths and they don't know what they're talking about. They're wise in their own eyes. The scriptures say if a man thinks he knows anything, he knows nothing. Like the minute you start thinking that you're smart, you've got it all together, you're so wise, everybody else around you is an idiot, chances are it's you that's the idiot. Strong words, I know, I'm sure. A man who is wise in his own conceit, there is no more hope of him than a fool. Why is that? Because you can't reason with somebody who thinks they're brilliant, who thinks they're flawless, who thinks they've got it all figured out. Verse 13 A slothful man saith, There is a lion in the way and a lion in the streets. What's that mean? The slothful man always has an excuse. Those who are lazy, there's a, there's always an excuse why they can't get something done. Why they can't accomplish something. Why they can't achieve something. Why they can't, you know. Verse 14, as the door turneth upon his hinges, so does the slothful upon his bed. The slothful hideth his hand in his bosom. It grieveth him to bring it again to his mouth. He that passes by and meddleth with strife belongeth not to him is like one that taketh a dog by the ears. (laughs) What's he saying? Meddleth with strife. That's not, that doesn't belong. In other words, you're getting involved in situations that's none of your business. especially something that's none of your business, but there's strife involved, you might as well grab a dog by the ears. You know how that's going to work out, right? Verse 18. As a madman who casts fire, brands arrows in death, so is the man that deceiveth his neighbor, and saith, Am I not in sport? Where no wood is, there the fire goeth out. So where there is no talebearer." The strife ceases. Mm. Nothing worse than a gossip. Nothing worse than the person walking around the office telling stories and sharing everybody else's business. You get rid of those people, guess what happens? The strife ends. A lot of the strife is caused by other people walking around talking. Where the wood is, there is the fire. So if there's no wood, the fire goes out, right? Likewise, so where there is no tailbearer, the strife goes out. Verse 21, as coals are to a burning coals, and wood to fire, so is a contentious man to kindle strife. The words of a tailbearer are as wounds, and they go down into the innermost parts of the belly. Burning lips and a wicked heart are like the the postured covered with silver dross. He that hateth dissembleth with his lips and layeth up deceit within him. When he speaketh fair believe him not for there are seven abominations in his heart. Whose hatred is covered by deceit? His wickedness shall be showed before the whole congregation. Whoso diggeth a pit shall fall therein, and he that rolleth a stone, it will return upon him. One of the, I mentioned earlier that when I've said things similar on the broadcast as to what David says in the Psalms, and usually what I'm actually quoting is Proverbs and I'll say, you know, I I pray that the wicked who are doing all this evil, who poisoning the world, uh, kidnapping children, doing all this t- terribleness, I pray that the ditches that they've dug for us, the pits they've dug for us, that they'd fall into them themselves. And I will literally get messages from people complaining that I would dare say such a thing. What does the psalmist say, or the proverb, Solomon here, the writer of the proverb? Whoso diggeth a pit shall fall therein, and he that rolleth a stone, it will return upon him. Last verse, 28. A lying tongue hateth those that are afflicted by it, and a flattering mouth worketh ruin. That, my friends, is our psalm's. Proverbs for today I hope it's been wisdom and, courage, and encouragement for you to start this week I pray you've been strengthened by the word of God thank you for listening thank you for praying for me and my family in this broadcast and thank you for the, to those of you who are willing to support it peace and grace be with all of you and until next time God bless